0: welcome back to another episode of tell me sis podcast featuring your two favorite sisters
1: Alex and Kyla hey everyone happy Friday and happy somewhat early spring ish I know a lot I mean of it's are, the beginning of February yeah I know <laughs> but it's like the weather is starting to get a little bit warmer. It's still freezing cold where we live, but it's starting to get a little bit warmer. The sun is setting later and later. Actually, I noticed
0: yesterday I was up. I wake up every day during the week at 6. Mm-hmm. And yesterday I, I noticed that it was um, around 6.45 and the sun was already starting to come up.
1: Yeah, it's exciting. And it goes yeah. down later because I remember it was like December, the end of like in between Christmas and New Year's. And that's like when the nights are, the days are the shortest it was 4 15 and it was pitch black mm-hmm. and then yesterday I was walking the dogs at like 5 15 and the sun hadn't fully set yet yeah I was like oh this is like getting very exciting
0: I still hasn't really like I still find the sun sets early so yeah, like that does. hasn't really changed for me I, I'm like oh what even if it's like a minute later I'm like whatever <laughs> but like the sun rising earlier now I was like, I was actually really happy yeah, when I woke up the other puts day. puts me
1: in a good mood. And the fact that it's going up to five degrees on Saturday. Oh, well, it is? On Friday, it's supposed to rain like so much and it's supposed to be warm. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the snow is going to melt. And then it's supposed to be really nice on Saturday. Yeah. So that's going to be really exciting. I mean, we're for sure going to have another snowstorm at some point. Yeah. But it's just making me excited for yeah. the next few months. Like yeah. This is the time where I start to feel it. And I know this month, February, is the long February. It's like the leap year or whatever. So we have one extra day. But I don't know. For some reason, it just still feels like a short month. Yeah. And we were talking about this. Everyone was like, oh, my God. January is the longest month of life. For
0: me, January flew by. Same. I came home from Florida um, on the 4th. And I I felt like I blinked. And it was already end of January. Yeah. Like, I remember looking at the date in florida and i was like oh it's january 2nd i'm leaving florida soon and and this is so sad and it's like beginning of january i hate that mm-hmm. um and then the next time i looked at the date it was like the 29th or something
1: that's what's the date today
0: it's already february 7th we're a week into february yeah like i love that and i even noticed too that like i'll wake up early in the morning and i start my work day and then I look at the time and I'm like, oh, it's already 3.30 p.m. And I'm like, the day just like
1: flew by. It's because we're busy, but in a good way. Yeah, I'm busy. You're busy. Like, you're, we're not like bored and doing nothing. Because I find when either I'm in a place where I hate my job or I'm feeling like not good about what's going on in my life or I you're feel in a like I'm bored, a rut, whatever it is, the days drag on. Yeah. And it's like... That's so I can understand a lot of people were like, oh, January feels like it's 10 years long. And, like, all my friends were saying it. And I was like, I literally cannot relate. Yeah. For me, it
0: flew by. Yeah, I was talking to someone recently. And she was saying that, like, she feels like January has been three months long. (laughs) And I was like, honestly, I feel like January
1: flew. Like, it was, I think it was the fastest January of my life. I know. Normally, Januarys are really long for me. Yeah, me too. Like, it really, they're daunting.
0: I know. And also, I was talking to Mama the other. This was last night. I was like, I feel like this winter. We started talking about the fact that I felt like January flew by, mm-hmm. and I was like, also this
1: winter flew by. You know why? Because we've had a really nice winter.
0: This is the a, first. It's been a really a nice winter, time. but B, I also well, I, I got to go away this winter, but I've been so busy
1: mm-hmm.
0: that it's just like it's. I guess it's a combination of things, but like it just flu for me. And I always I remember like the last few winters in a row feeling like it was the longest and most dreadful winter ever and and getting that like seasonal depression. Yeah. And like getting so happy when February would finally hit because I was like, okay, after February it's March and once March comes, you really start to
1: notice a difference. Yeah,
0: you really start noticing a difference and like you're really like coming towards the end of winter. So February is always like it's a a shorter month and then it's like, okay, it's the last really shitty month. Yeah. So I see the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, like this winter feels like it
1: was a month long for me. I'm not even kidding. For one, we didn't get snow really till January. Yeah. Which is like, okay, we've had a few snowfalls here and there, but like the past two winters, we had record high like cold weather yeah it's been the coldest it's been ever and then we also had the most snow that we've had the past two winters like not this one like the past two years so then this time the fact that we had barely any snow and it honestly has not been that cold like i think the coldest day was like minus 20 and it didn't it didn't last long like the other winters we had minus 40.
0: Oh my god. I do you remember the ice storm we had
1: last year too? That was was in like April. Dude that was like right near Easter. I'm kind of like see this is the thing it's like it's all because of climate change so it's not a good reason but like selfishly I'm excited to have warmer winters because I hate how cold our winters are but then mom was like it's actually just extreme weather changes. That's what climate change is. It's not like it's not like oh everything's just heating up. It's it's like one thing
0: i have noticed that's been consistent over the last few years is that we barely have a spring anymore it's almost like we have three seasons we have summer fall and winter and then spring comes around and it's like you get spring weather for like a week not even not even a month it goes from. it feels like it goes from winter to summer
1: i think we're gonna have a spring this year i hope so because i feel like our winter is not going to be as long just because of how mild it's been yeah and then our hot weather always starts in like june yeah end of may
0: and that's another thing too our summers start later but then they end later
1: yeah like lately the past few years our summers have been going into october like we've been having really warm october which is nice i love having literal like it's perfect sweater weather but and then during the day you could take off your sweater
0: yeah I love uh, – anyways, I'm not complaining about, we're talking this about the weather. climate change right now. <laughs> but, like, I definitely don't want our world to end.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. And it's, it is a concern. It's more just, like, I was very excited about this winter. My mood was ten times better.
0: Yeah, me too. I just felt happier. Yeah, me, yeah.
1: Same. It's crazy how much the weather impacts you. And also, like, the darkness. Like, I'm watching that – well, we're both watching it, actually. The True Detective season four – and they live in Alaska where oh. it's very north and so the whole show takes place during like their season of when it's nighttime all the time. Yeah. So it's like day one of night, day two of night where it's just darkness. I would hate that. No me, I could never
0: live in an, in a place that is that has darkness every winter
1: 24/7. Like I I just oh my gosh. When I went to, uh, well, we were both there together when we were in Iceland and the sun never set because we were there in the summertime. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. But then I was thinking the opposite end of it when you're there in the winter and the sun never comes up.
0: Yeah. And their no, winters are for sure so much longer than their summers. And it's so cold. No, I, I could never. I just. And also <sighs> like it puts things into perspective because there's also like the town that they're, that it takes place in. There's like nothing to do there. It's like everything is so small. Like the airport is tiny. I don't know. I I personally would not be able to live
1: there. It's crazy how. Beyond
0: the fact that they get winters where there's absolutely no daylight.
1: I know. It's oh my god. Honestly, I think that's like for (laughs) me probably the worst place I could live. No, me too. Like the Arctic. Forget it. (gasps) Forget it. No. I would be. I'm sure there's so many beautiful things about it, but I need sunlight. I need sunlight too. And I can't be super isolated. I
0: can't live in like a very small
1: isolated town. No, I can't either. I mean, I I don't live in like a main city, but I live like 20 minutes outside of a main city. So it's not. And there's also still a lot to do around. Yeah. The area that you live in. (laughs) It's not in like butt fuck nowhere. Yeah. Um, But like even when I go to a cabin or something or even when we went up north, was it last week or the weekend before? It's last weekend. When we were Uh, was it last week no it was two weeks yeah almost two weeks ago so it's like you're in a little commune but it's still like in the middle of nowhere if you need to go anywhere you have to definitely go and like have a well, drive when we drove
0: into old tremblant for dinner that one night mm-hmm. um i actually was thinking about this so it's funny that we're talking about this when we walked into the restaurant i was like oh this is a cute little place and i was like looking at the workers and whatnot and then it like i had a moment where I was, I w- I realized that these people like live here. Yeah. And this is their life.
1: Yeah. And that's what they're used to. And that's probably what they like.
0: Yeah. And, and I was thinking about like myself and I was like, I could never mm-hmm.
1: do this. Like, I'm actually so grateful that I grew up in Montreal. But some people really like it. Like I have friends that grew up in really small towns that specifically moved to big cities because they couldn't fucking take it. Yeah, me too. And then I have friends that lived in a big city that moved to a small town because they wanted the peace and quiet. Yeah. Well, and they I, got th- they got it out of their system. Yeah, and I think for me what I would love is like I live in a suburban life where I have like my little cute home with my family and I have a ton of friends in the area with a bunch of kids. Like I just love that. And then I have a cottage up north where I can if I want take a little trip to get away from the the noise. Kind of like what we had growing up. We had the yeah. cottage. Like I just think that's perfect, and you just have that, and then you get a little piece of both. Yeah. But like living up north. No, I could never. No. Like I remember, Mama and Papa's neighbors live there, like forever. Like that's their their full time. I'm the type
0: of person where I, I love nature mm-hmm. and like escaping from like the city life. Cause me too. I don't live in the city, um, but being isolated for like permanently where it's like that's where you live i i think i would go into like a rut because i need that i need that um, like a combination of being able to go into the city and and you know try new restaurants and and be able to do a bunch of different things when i want
1: yeah i I don't want it to have to be
0: yeah i need to be stimulated like that like i don't know it's just not for me maybe when i'm older like in my 60s or 70s if that's something that I want I would yeah do who's it, to
1: but... say I mean there's a lot of creative people that they'll literally let's say a writer they'll go into the middle of nowhere to write to get creative yeah that's like the opposite of me I'm like no put me in like let me travel and like, explore new cultures and new cities and yeah that, that'll inspire me
0: yeah <laughs> like it's the opposite I get that yeah no I feel like if I was a writer I, w- I would have to be isolated because I've realized that when it comes to work I get so easily distracted if I like my in-office days mm-hmm. I'm so distracted and then when I'm working remotely I can't go to like a cafe or like work with a friend or anything I'm too distracted okay I need to be like in your space in my space with no one around even with your meds it doesn't like, yeah help focus yeah no I mean like it's still it helps it's better than before but like I'll still
1: get distracted. naturally be yeah. more
0: distracted
1: that's I mean, I feel like a lot of people are like that. I've never been one that could study with other people. You know how people would be like, let's go study in the library, Mm -hmm. and i I literally get so distracted.
0: Yeah, I remember in university, I'd have to put in headphones and put, like, study concentration music on, and, like, if my, if, like, any of my um, classmates or, like, friends wanted to come to the library and study with me, I'd be like, no, I actually... (laughs) no because i would actually be like no like today is like my real study day and i need to get a lot done this is when i was like so invested in school do you remember when i was taking biology all i did was study no that was my best subject in university by the way really i i graduated biology at concordia with like a i think it was like a 88
1: or something that's awesome
0: we only had a midterm and a final
1: oh weird why didn't you have anything else i don't know that's no, just no how the papers to hand in or anything nope oh
0: weird that's just how it was set up which is so funny because never in a million years did i think i would be good in science but um yeah no i,
1: I well biology is i find it's interesting it's different a little bit like it, it i was thought it was there's no
0: math so that's good yeah
1: I when i was doing a um, chemistry
0: i i sucked at chemistry oh i liked chemistry scientific notation but no, like for you. me
1: it was always the math that I struggled in when it came to physics and chem because like I would actually be super interested in physics and in chemistry, but it was like my math was so poor that I could never excel properly because I just didn't understand the basic math. It would take me 10 times longer, but like I loved labs. Yeah. I always did so well. Like I tried so hard and I was just so frustrated that my brain just did not, like the math part just wasn't mathing. (laughs) It just wasn't working. Me
0: too. I, I always struggled with math numbers don't i don't know it's it's so weird sometimes with certain numbers i'm so quick if it's like addition or subtraction or multiplication i'll be so quick but only with specific numbers like five times
1: five 25 (laughs) yeah but like that's what i'm saying it's like the easy ones
0: yeah but it's it's essentially like the easy ones or if you i don't know like sometimes it's like it clicks and i just know what it is like what's seven divided by three no idea yeah same i could never do that (laughs) but like sometimes there's like random like
1: eight times eight i'm like oh god no kyla i was watching i don't know why this popped up on my tiktok page it was like some girl explaining like a quick way to do a math equation for grade four what they're learning in grade four. It was like a fraction. It was like fractions. When Arky starts learning math, you should help him with his homework so that you could also... Fuck no. Low-key learn it. No, I'm not going to help him with his homework. Well, my issue is that I didn't do my work properly at home. Yeah. So I didn't learn properly. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be doing his own homework. He's not getting help. Sorry. <laughs> like, okay, we'll be there if he really like was struggling and he needed to or whatever. It's a different story, but like I'm not doing his homework for him. Yeah. And, but anyways, this girl on the See, TikTok... See, when my kid
0: goes goes you need to to stop interrupting me no no i just want to say though really quick when Arky starts learning french i actually want to like look at his like books and stuff and and like
1: read his textbooks (laughs) but yeah when i um saw this tiktok she was explaining how to do it like how to divide a fraction by another fraction and like whatever this whole big thing and i was like what the fuck she's like that's grade four and she was like explaining how to do it and i was like i'm so lost and then i went to the comments and every single comment was like i don't fucking understand (laughs) I like, I don't, no, I'm not yeah alone. but a lot
0: of the anyways this is a whole other conversation <laughs> it's like our education system is just not set up for every like, everyone person. learns in a different I way know. and that's why i kind of find it like it's unfortunate that like the the way the system is set up it's it's catered to like a certain type of individual mm-hmm. who learns and like strives in like that kind of environment there's also like people who are more visual there's people who are better at like you know other things and like they don't offer or teach certain things in school and it's just like I don't know so it's like you'll then you're it's like your kid is like categorized as like a slow learner or has like a learning disability but in reality it's like no they're just more visual yeah that was like me maybe they're more artistic and like they would be so interested in other things or like the way that you know geography is set up is fucking boring well, like the and they thing, need to travel to actually learn about these things
1: the one thing that always confused me is like the mandatory math thing because as i've gotten older and i've learned a lot about the human brain there are some people some people can do both but when you when you are better with your left brain or your right brain or the left side and the right side like some people just are not set up for math and yeah. the fact that you have to have a specific level in math in order to graduate high school and and it's mandatory to graduate high school is so frustrating to me yeah because it's not mandatory to pass like creative writing yeah but maybe some people like are going to excel with creative writing and like be an author you know it's like so many things that it like
0: sets you up for failure for like you know not being motive. like it's i guess it's because you know if you're good at math then you have more opportunity to get
1: a high-paying job later on in life yeah but that's fucking bullshit because not every high paying job is just math oriented i know this like, This the education system is terrible it should definitely be some people thrive fixed. in it like, don't get us wrong like my husband literally but this is this is what you're saying is that he didn't study one time he didn't do put in any effort but his brain worked for that kind of environment mm-hmm. he would leave with like 97 percent without doing anything mm-hmm and I would be studying my ass off. I had tutors, I was working hard, I wanted it, and I would be so happy if I got like a 70%. Yeah. And that's the frustrating thing, but regardless, there's nothing we can really do about
0: it. Yeah, exactly. That's why I like Montessori.
1: I don't know what that is. Specific kind of like learning, it's a lot more like at your own level, and it starts from a young age. So instead of just like learning your ABCs by sitting down and watching a teacher write it on the board, You'll actually like learn it in different ways that make it more interesting, and like you still learn basic school, but in a different way. It's yeah. more like hands on, more visual, more at your own speed because every kid is different. Yeah. Anyways, I like that. Yeah, but like a lot of the Montessori schools here are private, and they're so expensive.
0: Yeah, because it's like it's not public. so much
1: more tailored to like it's
0: like customized just, yeah. like to your child. Yeah, there's so many kids like the ratio of kids to teachers is I know, you know, it's like difficult. So I get it. So that was a long intro. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. (laughs) But um, I'm liking these longer episodes and Mm -hmm. um, we're going to be able to record longer episodes moving forward. Perfect way to segue into my exciting announcement. (laughs) But um, I have officially started freelancing as a social media specialist and this has been something that I have wanted to do for a while now as you guys know I used to be a full-time I guess influencer well yeah influencer Mm -hmm. I graduated university and I just decided to do that full-time and yes it was amazing I got to travel I was working for myself the money was good um but as time went on it's I don't know, like for me being in front of the camera and being the face of my brand was just so not for me. It wasn't, I don't, I didn't love it as much as like my sister, for example. It didn't, I don't know, I just, I got uncomfortable. You weren't passionate about it. I wasn't passionate about it. I would get uncomfortable always having to like be in front of the camera and make. like, I just felt like it wasn't me. It wasn't resonating with me. And um, I decided that I would get experience in the corporate world. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got my first ever full-time job. This was summer of 2021, early 2021. I was just doing, I was just a social media coordinator. It was nine to five in the office, Monday to Friday. I did that for six months and I absolutely dreaded the schedule of being in office monday to friday nine to five yeah i couldn't do it loved my co-workers but like just that on its own was bad enough like yeah. it was just so not for me i got another job uh worked there for a year and i was doing the same thing social media coordinating but also like some more content producing mm-hmm. content creation and editing and stuff um and that could have been a job that I stayed at for longer but it just wasn't I felt like I reached a point where I was like there's there's no growth for me here I'm not learning anything new right um I don't have like the enough creative freedom um I wasn't really in an environment where I felt like I was actually learning anything I felt I felt like it was just kind of like stagnant and I still had to go into the office I think it was four days a week Um, so yes, I had more flexibility and I didn't have to stay from 9am to 5pm. I was able to go in a little bit earlier, leave a little earlier too. Um, but anyways, I remember I just like put on my LinkedIn that I was open to work and I was like, whatever, I'll just like see what comes of it. And I got a message on LinkedIn one day and it was, um, one of the, my old bosses at the company that I've been at now for the last year reaching out to me for they're looking for like a social media manager and he was just kind of like you know filling me in on what this position would be and if I'd be interested in hopping on a phone call and I kind of sat on it for a few days because I was like it's in the real estate world like yes like I have the qualifications to do this job but like I'm not really interested in real estate right um and I don't know anything about real estate. And after a few days, I was like, you know what? There's no harm. I'll just I'll answer and I'll, I'll hop on a phone call with him. Long story short, I ended up getting the position and the person who was kind of doing what I was doing before um, I knew from like childhood. Yeah. So I was like, oh, OK. Like that's that's reassuring. And, and she
1: wasn't in real estate.
0: She wasn't in real estate. She also got along really well with everyone at the company. Um, they have a lot of, like, beautiful office spaces around Montreal. It was
1: very impressive, honestly, I have to say. Also, from an outside perspective, like, I obviously didn't know anything about real estate either, but buying my house and going through all of that, seeing, can I say the company? Yeah. Okay, M Immobilier, like, it always just seemed so much more prestigious, and we actually used them yeah. for when we bought our house, and um, our real estate broker, who was, like, my old coach as well... He was always like, oh, I really love them because, like, I feel like I'm my own my own boss, my own person. I don't feel tied down to something. Like, I." Yeah. and he just really respected everyone that worked there. So they always had a really good reputation. And, like, even just by word of mouth, I always felt like it was very just nice.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing that they do that I absolutely love is, like, first of all, they have three. Uh, yeah, they have Drummond, uh, Hudson, and... Cartier, so it's like they have three office spaces one in the west island which is basically like the headquarters wait i'm
1: confused because i saw another one in the west island
0: so i'll i'll tell you about that in a sec but where like every like the staff is and um brokers can like also get they have office spaces in this building right that's in the west island in point claire um and they're um you know are staff is growing our our the members who like our our member list is growing as well what's how do i say that i'm like drawing a blank right now
1: what i don't know what that means
0: our clients like our our like roster for yeah our roster is growing
1: oh okay like the amount of of brokers that oh oh, you're talking about the like people that are using okay sorry sorry
0: um so like you know we're expanding and whatnot um and then we had already when i was onboarded we already had our Drummond office. It's an office space. It's exclusive. All of these office spaces are exclusive to staff and brokers. Um, but brokers can also use these office
1: spaces to book meetings with their clients. Okay. So like, let's say, because like I used M before you even worked for them. But yeah. But let's say at the time my broker was like, oh, like let's meet at the office. We can discuss like Like whatever. Justin could take you to Hudson and book the
0: conference room. Okay.
1: So like we could. Okay. That's really cool. I like that.
0: And so And they're nice. They're beautiful oh office God, they're spaces. So, they work them. with a very, very uh well known and um popular interior designer. Oh. Idolo Di Pietro.
1: Oh, no way. Yeah. What? Wait, that's pretty cool. Well, really well known. Yeah uh, here in Montreal.
0: Yeah. And um, you know, everything is very everything, like everything in the details is like thought out and planned and like It's it's just the amount of attention to detail that they have is like I've never experienced that before. And um, they have at every single office, especially because now we also opened another office space in Hudson and that's like literally a Pinterest mood board in office also we'll get to in a second
1: guys but i know this is like kind of off topic from what kyla's announcement was because she still is technically working with yeah so this is why i'm i'm like (laughs) talking about M. um and we're not being sponsored by them by them by the way they don't even know i'm I'm talking about them right now like kyla obviously just really likes her job and i really like them as well i've used them
0: yeah um actually it's ironic too because your your broker who's a broker at M was our your swimming coach growing up yeah and then like anyways fast forward to now he's a broker at the company that i was working for and also a broker at m who i actually like i manage his social media you do yeah he he was the person he was the broker representing the guy who sold me my condo no way yeah
1: that's so funny
0: so like you know anyways that everything kind of came full circle and then i also realized a lot of the people who work at m know people that i know and it's very much like
1: That's so west connected island,
0: it's very west island <laughs> so but west island. i didn't know that m was so west island before i started working here i didn't know that it's not it's not so right west island i'm second. just saying that like a lot of the people on staff are like oh right,
1: right right yeah well it's like they you said their main hub is in the west island
0: they have like yeah, exactly town, but, but like they're also very much like you know
1: all over montreal exactly
0: um anyways so they even have like ho- like full-time hosts at drummond and hudson who like who make like private labeled labeled coffee for you they have like a menu you order whatever coffee you want oh my god they make it for you they serve it to you there's there's like pastries that they also have um in hudson they get a lot of their um pastries and like little snacks and stuff from furley (gasps) and there's also tea guys if you don't know
1: what furley is so good it's a place in hudson that okay here here's the thing i'm gonna be a little bit honest here their stuff is very overpriced (laughs) it's very overpriced but it's very it's very good like they have everything's like fresh meat they have fresh pastries and baked baked goods and coffee but for baked goods and coffee, I would go to Miko, which is next door, because theirs is a lot more affordable and they make their own beans in house. So the beans are Ooh, really good. Yummy. But Furley's really good and their food is amazing. And yeah, if it's if they get their stuff from Furley, you know it's gonna be good. Yeah. Um
0: anyway, so I was a social media manager at M for a year. And um not only did I just like really respect the actual company, like the brand itself, mm-hmm. um, I loved and still do really get along and enjoy working with everyone and i've learned so much there was no Kevin um, wait you're still
1: working with them though right? yeah so
0: essentially i had my yearly review that came up and i kind of pitched an idea to them where um you know i've always wanted to be doing freelance work and whatnot and they really liked that idea and they basically came back to me and this is something this is one of the reasons why i like them so much um, when I spoke to them and they gave me the agreement after a right. conversation, one of the things that I was told was that they know that I'm more of like that entrepreneurial spirit where I like to kind of make my own schedule. And that's what they're all about. Exactly. And I, I much more like prefer, you know, choosing when I want to work, when I don't want to work, you know, my work-life balance, like they see that i'm much more of an entrepreneur at heart Mm -hmm. and they're willing to like accommodate me for that yeah and so basically i started freelancing m is one of my clients um i don't do any content creation or anything for them our contract is is different but yeah essentially i'm i'm posting on their socials they're now officially on tiktok it's m immobilier official oh, follow so them. go follow them um i'm gonna be posting right now we only have one tiktok that's up i'm gonna be posting every single day um i was managing two different broker accounts one broker account is ali and chris homes ali and chris are two residential real estate brokers who Um, Our West Island experts in particular, but they also help people in the surrounding areas. But their main, their main area of expertise is the West Island. Mm -hmm. So I manage their social media. And then I also manage Raymond Singh. He is actually um, now the, what's it called? The uh he he specializes in like pre-construct pre construction. He he's the oh. founder of Pre-Sales Montreal. He's the um director of new construction and development at M. He's I mean, if you don't if you know anything about real estate or you know anyone in real estate, I'm sure they know Raymond Singh. He's
1: I find real estate so interesting. I know a lot of people like is. probably don't give a shit about it, but like Kyla also isn't just doing real estate brokers. Yeah, So
0: that's what I was basically saying. So now I have, I started freelancing with three clients under my belt right away. So I work exclusively when it comes to real estate. I'm exclusive to M. Right. So if you're a broker or if you're, um, you know, if, if, if it's anything to do with real estate, it has to be with a broker who's at M Immobilia, which is totally fine with me. I'm biased, but they really are the best real estate agency. <laughs> um, and then I also am going to be onboarding and you know providing different services to small businesses, bigger businesses. Doesn't
1: have to be in real estate. Um, if you're trying to grow your business, definitely you can reach out to Kyla. I, I'm basically just like I could.
0: I have different package deals. I have à la carte services. I have, um, you know. I could customize these packages tailored specifically for you. I do much more than just copywriting, um, you know, content scheduling and posting. I also do content creation, content editing. Um, I am in contact with a digital marketing expert so you know i could create um websites for you there's email marketing search engine optimization there's also social media ads
1: there's a bunch of things there's so many things
0: i'm also in contact with a professional videography and photography company they're called five pound media they actually are um affiliated with m immobilier Uh, they're very 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 good but they also you know they have a studio in the city Um, They're willing to offer their studio to my clients for like a huge discount. So if you have a small business and you're looking to book a studio on like a huge budget, I can get you in contact with them. And then also I could be creating and editing content for you. Or if you want more professional style stuff done, I could get you in contact with Five Pound. The list
1: goes on. My services are pretty much endless would you ever do like let's say not just a small business but like a content creator like let's say someone like me but that didn't have a manager that was like looking for someone like would you do something like that what do you mean like let's say let's say i am listening to this podcast right now and i'm an influencer but i'm like trying to get my foot in the door i'm trying i don't have a management i don't have a team i don't have anyone to help me i could reach out and be like can you help me yeah Okay. Yeah. Because essentially, even if you're an influencer, that's your brand. But would you would you be someone that would be like reaching out to brands to get uh, brand deals, or is that not? What you no. Offer?
0: So that's not something that personally I would do.
1: Okay. So but if manager. that's a
0: service that you right. want, I could get you in contact with someone that okay. could
1: do that. Okay. 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 That was my question. Is like, yeah. do you also do social media managing, like, like a manager?
0: Yeah. No. So I would basically. I would be more on the end of um, like I could reach out to companies like let's say you have a brand that you're um, where you're actually selling products
1: mm-hmm.
0: then I could I would do depending on your package dealer and what you want from me I could literally do a come up with an entire social media marketing strategy um, and creative strategy for your brand and do research like extensive research on competitors what they're doing what's working what's not working why is it working why is it not what questions are they being asked all the time like you know I would come up with like uh, keywords search engine optimization all this stuff but another thing I would also do is um, research if if it's a service that you want I would look into the influencers that you should be collaborating with and what your budget is that's, that's more from like a business perspective, though, when it comes to like, let's say you're an influencer and you want someone to be managing you as an influencer. That's not something I okay. necessarily
1: do, but I could put you in contact with someone. Right. That does right.
0: That. OK, that was that was just like
1: one of my questions.
0: And also, if you need someone who does UD- UGC content
1: creation, I offer that. U- UGC? Yeah okay a lot of people love doing that by the yeah, way yeah, it's
0: a lot of fun and I think it's really
1: exciting I could also I've put
0: you in I have like numerous contacts that also would be willing to do UGC
1: content creation as well so it wouldn't just be me we have been we as if it's been me but you've been talking to me about this for like a year yeah like well over a year been wanting to do this and I just I feel like you almost needed this other year to even gain more experience in a different field Yeah, for for you to know that like or for you to get that confidence in yourself to be like no I could totally do this because I think prior it's like you knew you could but now you have that extra layer of of okay I definitely know I can because I have expanded and learned a lot more and yeah
0: exactly and like also you know like I had a moment where I was really thinking because this all kind of happened so fast. I haven't really had time to like sit back and like process everything. It was like from the time I pitched this idea to the time they gave me the agreement to the time I signed the agreement and then started working it and signed it. And then then by the time I actually started doing this full time was like within a period of like two, three weeks. Yeah, it was very quick. It was really quick and there was a lot I had to do. So like. Anyways, it was just... I I was, like, really... I was working a lot and it was very overwhelming, but, like... In a good
1: way. In a good way. Well, we've been saying that. Every podcast, we're like, Kylo's working really hard. Like, you were even, like... I'm not even answering text messages. Like, it's been really tough. But, like, you've yeah. been happy doing it because it's, like... This is what I've wanted. Yes, exactly.
0: And the reason why I'm saying this is, like, I had a moment where I was like, it's just crazy how everything kind of came into alignment for me. I really didn't I was in a really bad place and I was at a job that wasn't fulfilling necessarily um not because that company was terrible not because there was like anything that happened it was just more I kind of just felt like everything was stagnant yep. and repetitive and I just so happened to put out a LinkedIn like something on LinkedIn saying that like casually open to work Kyle you manifested this and it just so happened to be around the time that M was looking to onboard a new social media manager. Um, they wanted someone in-house full time and like willing to also offer social media management to brokers. And what and uh, what they were doing before was just like contract work with different social media people. Um, and I just so happened to, you know, do the at the perfect time. My boss, my former boss reached out to me. I wasn't even gonna, I wasn't even sure if I wanted to go ahead with it because it was real estate. Decided whatever, what's, what is there to lose? At least, you know, I'm willing to give it a try. It's good to get out of your comfort zone. Um, and it was definitely an adjustment at first. There was a lot of learning, especially in real estate. Um, and then lo and behold, I just randomly pitched this idea to them and they loved it mm-hmm. and they were willing to do that for me and give me three clients right off the bat that's pretty awesome that's
1: So like, when does
0: that ever happen you made it happen for yourself you know yeah and i'm proud of you anyways I, if you a- guys are ever um you know looking into buying or selling and you guys don't uh you're in montreal and you're not really sure who like what agency to go with i highly recommend
1: m immobilier i really wouldn't say that unless i meant it you know what's funny is i see so many houses in my area and they're all m like being sold
0: m is really big like within like the area that you're in and like the surrounding areas it's yeah
1: yeah it's really big there i mean it's exciting But I think this is a good segue into our topic, which is like we're like forty-five minutes in. I know. Sorry. Topic. Talk about some nice things that people have done for each other. I'll read the first one. When I was three days postpartum, my milk hadn't come in yet. First-time mom, never learned about breastfeeding, scared and anxious out of my mind. My husband's cousin had a baby the year before me, and I was texting her about my worries. She left me a basket on my front porch. Almost the best part, I didn't have to answer the door. The next morning, full of every little thing to help me kickstart my breastfeeding. I probably cried. That afternoon, my meal came in full force. She never asked for money, even though I knew she didn't have much to spare and got me probably over $100 worth of stuff. It was so sweet. I still think about it often.
0: Oh, that's really nice. Also, like
1: when you are newly postpartum, especially as a first time mom, you know nothing and you're so stressed and the hormones like it is the biggest hormone shift you will ever experience in your life like the hormone drop when you give birth and the fact that someone just did something so kind like that like that is so so that's nice really
0: nice
1: here go backwards Aww, i know that's right? refreshing to hear
0: i'm a university student and my part-time job is waitressing tables i like that i get to talk to my clients and get to know them and love it when they ask me about what i do i will never forget when this one lady who once i told her my field of studies replied in the most sincere tone i totally see why you would be studying this you were born for it and i cannot wait to hear your name mentioned somewhere i can just tell you are meant for greatness her kindness and admiration towards me and then in brackets a total stranger she had just met still baffles me to this day she will never know how much her words meant to me i'm sure she did know and that's why she told you and i'm sure it was sincere too but like that's so nice. I'm sure she knew. Like, there's no way she wouldn't know that would just completely make your day at the very least. I love that. And, like, people like that are the type of people that end up, you, you'll you remember that for the
1: rest of your life. You know what? It doesn't cost anything to be nice. Exactly. And it's mm. it just, like, that's what we should focus on when we see hateful I feel comments. like I would start crying if someone told me that. I know. Especially when you're in the thick of it. My favorite act of love that I still think about two years later is when I was visiting my dad and I woke up and came down for breakfast and there was already a coffee cup waiting on the machine for me. After not seeing him for three years, it was something in that small gesture that brought me to tears and made me feel so loved. Not me wanting to cry. Oh my God. (laughs) What? That's so nice. That's so cute.
0: (laughs) I feel like people don't... like i'm trying so much more to make an effort like if i see someone that i think is really pretty or I like what they're wearing or anything that i notice that's Mm -hmm. positive like i want to say i want to tell the person even if it's a stranger you should but like sometimes i just get so shy (laughs)
1: yeah
0: my daughter she's nine we were at the mall and she had a little bit of her own money in her purse let me rewind by saying it was the weekend before i got paid so i told her we would just go to the mall to look and walk around um we walked into a store and there was a lot of sales and, extre- and extremely cheap uh racks we looked at lots of cute shirts for her and i came across a cute little three dollar workout cropped shirt she told me in quotes mom i have three dollars can i buy it for you Aww. of course i
1: did not make her oh that's really cute the fact that she wanted to buy that for her mom that's really cute that's so sweet
0: mm. that's so heartwarming i know
1: May seem a little silly, but my husband, and then quotations are in brackets, my boyfriend at the time, supported and encouraged me to start baking my baking business. He supported us while I quit my job and got started. He surprised me by shopping and ordering all the supplies I needed. He ordered everything with my logo and even bought himself a hat that was that he wore And he has worn it proudly for four years now. That's so cute. In those four years, we got engaged, bought a house, had a baby, and got married. I love him so much. Okay, but what is your... What's your business? Yeah, what's your baking business? You got to let us know. Okay, I'm going to read the next one, too. Kyla just got up to get something. This story is about the nicest thing a stranger has ever done for me. Ooh, a stranger. My daughter was born with severe hearing loss and needing... He needed hearing aids, but they aren't covered by health insurance in California and cost several thousand dollars for the kind she needed. Oh Jesus. My God. Luckily, we were able to use a pair of loaner hearing aids while we saved up to buy our own. It was really hard to save while we were still paying for her other medical expenses, and we hadn't made much progress, so we were feeling really discouraged. One day, we were out at a local coffee shop when another mom came up to me and asked about my daughter's hearing aids. This was really common as it's pretty rare to see a little baby with hearing devices, but this mom said her daughter had hearing aids too. We started chatting and out of the blue, she said, I just felt like I should come ask you if you happen to need a new set of hearing aids. I started crying and said, yes, it turns out her daughter had just gotten new ones and they saved the other pair in case another child needed them and couldn't afford a new set. She went and got them from her house and we were able to have them programmed that same week. I'll always be so grateful to that mom who saw me and chose to help me to help give our daughter the gift of sound. Oh my God, I'm going to cry.
0: That's so cute.
1: About a year after that, my daughter ended up losing the rest of her hearing. Luckily, we have done sign language with her from birth, but we also chose to have her get cochlear implants. She is now a thriving bilingual four-year-old. She loves singing and is doing amazing with English as well thanks to her early access to sound through her hearing aids and now through the cochlear implants. Wait, we were,
0: I, I need to look, what, look up what cochlear it's implants It's just like are.
1: A, it's an implant to help you hear, like, internal, like, it's surgery.
0: Aww. Oh, wait, I love that they offer that now. I feel we like were, that's a recent thing.
1: We were able to donate her hearing aids to a program for other parents who can't afford hearing aids for their Aww. babies. I'm so grateful we were able to pass on the love. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's adorable. That's so nice that's really nice that's so 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 nice i'm so happy your daughter is thriving
0: wow that was a
1: beautiful story thank you for sharing
0: i have so many clothes that i want to give away i think i want to actually like take the time to go through everything and and uh, donate it you should they have like the
1: women's shelter i brought yeah. a bunch of stuff downtown there yeah
0: i want to do that okay someone wrote love your podcast thank you um, I wait for it every Friday with a heart. Nicest thing someone has done for me is write a song about me. Oh. He's a professional songwriter in Vancouver and we dated for four years. The song is not super popular, but every time it comes on reminds me of how kind he was. Mm. I will forever remember that song because it's the nicest thing someone has ever done for me. That's adorable.
1: What is the song? Yeah. Can I you DM us? Song. And if you want it to be private, just DM us and we'll keep it private. But I want to listen to it.
0: Yeah. Oh, just drop my phone. Um, Do you want me to read another one since you did two back-to-back? Okay, one Valentine's Day when I was um, a single mom of three, my gay friends, who were the best substitute dads to my boys, completely Mm. made over my bedroom while I was at work. New furniture, paint,
1: curtains, everything. It was a beautiful treat. That's really nice. I love that. Oh, gosh. If you're a single parent, like... Like, I Can I
0: have them as friends? Like, like,
1: I just feel like you deserve the fucking world because it is a hard job. Yeah. <sighs> okay, this is the most recent. I've been super sick and about to be 10 weeks pregnant. My cousin asked if I had a food aversion to chicken noodle soup to bring some over to me and I cried when she asked me that. I recently told one of my best friends I was pregnant and she didn't have the kindest response so the feeling of other people being nice to me in the ways, in the ways they show... The care had been elevated and noticed where those people are putting in efforts. Sorry, that was longer than I intended. I'm emotional. Um, Okay, first of all, I'm so sorry that you had a negative experience to you telling one of your friends you're pregnant. That's such a weird thing. But I'm also very grateful that you had a really good experience after that.
0: Some people are just like they think of things from their perspective and they don't know how to like. I don't know if anyone ever told me
1: they were pregnant. I'd be so excited for them. Like,
0: Yeah, but some people are just, you know. My husband brought me coffee to work. I'm a kindergarten (gasps) kindergarten teacher in Montreal and he knew I was having a hard morning. It's the little things. So thankful for him.
1: Seriously, it really is the little things that mean the most. That's so nice. Like without having to ask. I know. My partner just does something nice. Like is it so hard to
0: find a good like man i'm gonna say man because i know like all of our listeners are women but like if you're single and a woman like <laughs> reading a story like that is shocking really yeah there's not a lot of people
1: not a lot of guys are i think you've just been tainted like kyla because i know so many nice men that would do stuff like that i,
0: I think guess. you've just been
1: tainted by men by tainted. Ser- like your your view on men has been tainted into a negative view
0: not really because i know that there's nice men it's just more like well the fact that you find that shocking is shocking to me <laughs> really yeah hmm, maybe it is tainted then i don't know my experience i've never had a guy do something like that for like, me. that's what's sad <laughs> like
1: that's what's sad
0: yeah it is kind of sad
1: <laughs> like it, you're gonna have it one like day. in
0: my in my mind i'm like yeah my experience with guys is that like they're like i've had good relationships don't get me wrong and i've and like i've met wonderful guys especially in the more recent years any guy i've actually been interested in the more i get to know them the more i realize like this person is so selfish yeah but a lot of people are the older they get yeah but like i don't know cuz i i've been single for a while and when i meet someone that i'm actually interested in or spending time with and like getting to know i'm not selfish like that mm. I, like i don't have it in me I think that's just just, your character. Maybe you're just
1: meeting the wrong guys. Yeah, I am fully. Shit. Damn, it's fucking hard. Yeah. My mom quit her job to take care of me postpartum for several months. I had a really traumatic and scary labor. 74 hours, 61 of them were hard labor before my epidural, and then it ended with emergency C-section. Oh, my God. And recovery was difficult, so to have my mom there to help take care of me while we took care of our newborn, it was really special and the most helpful. That's so nice.
0: One time I was really tired, exam season, pressure, etc. And I was on my period, which made everything worse. Ha, oh, ha. we get that. <laughs> I had to go. It, when it rains, it pours, I man. I know, it fucking pours. Um, I had to go to work and was complaining about how I was so exhausted. When I came back to my apartment, my roomies had left me a get better box oh. with all my period cravings, <gasps> some warm socks. It was in the middle of December in Montreal and some stuff for bath time. Honestly, it meant a lot for me. It made me feel instant relief and happiness. I wanted to cry so grateful So grateful for them. That is so, nice. so nice.
1: That is so nice. Yeah. Wow. It really is. You got great friends, girl.
0: That's really nice. That's
1: so nice. That's like I'm putting that in my brain now to do for the next time my friend complains about something. I'm going to like yeah, send it's like them a little package. Ideas for me now. Hey, Alex and Kyla. Love your podcast and your YouTube channel. Just had an incredible joint bachelor slash bachelorette weekend with our closest friends and my best friend created a scrapbook with the help of all of our friends. Along with the photos, they each wrote a thoughtful letter about my fiance and I as a couple. It even included pictures and letters from both of our parents. The sweetest, most thoughtful, thoughtful surprise. Aww. I love that. If you are getting married or if you know someone that's getting married you're in the bridal party, like, take notes on this yeah that is such a sweet idea that
0: is such a sweet idea this
1: reminds me of the scrapbook that we made for tess and pat's wedding as their wedding gift and then when we gave it to them because um we exchanged wedding gifts like around the same time i don't know why mm-hmm. i think it's because anyways there was a, a there's a reason for it but we got each other the same gift like we oh, bought what? the exact same scrapbook off etsy that they did
0: that's hilarious yeah
1: and then we gifted it to each other and did the same thing like we included photos with like written down memories funny things that's hilarious and we gave it to each other the same day and we were pissing our pants because we're (laughs) like how does this happen
0: um one night during the beginning of covid my boyfriend told me that he was taking me out to a restaurant for dinner i was very confused because everything was shut down at the time he picked me up and drove me around for a bit and we ended up at his house to my surprise he turned the dining room into a restaurant oh he even sprinkled rose petals around and had a bunch of mini candles everywhere he then cooked us a delicious meal and made me a playlist that he had on while we ate it was the sweetest thing like what that's so cute it's things like that where it's like the person like you don't even need to spend all this money. It's like the thoughtful things, you know? I know, if I'm having a bad day, like drop off a coffee at my wherever it is that I'm working or I literally feel surprise like surprise me
1: with something <laughs> like this. Like, why is that so hard to find? I feel like if it, if I was in that situation, I would think 100% he was about to propose to me oh my god and then you'd be upset (laughs) not upset but i'd be like because that's like very romantic that's like a something but that's really sweet my husband flew my best friend from the u.s to come surprise me for our engagement party the only thing that i wanted from our engagement was obviously to marry him but also that all my loved ones were in the same room and he was able to make that happen
0: oh what a nice surprise that is really nice by the way we have to end it soon because there's a few things i have to get done
1: we'll do one more story each do you want me to read that since it's long
0: no it's fine i was working at a restaurant a few years ago which if you have ever worked in a restaurant you know um that it can be a toxic place yes definitely i could relate i worked in the restaurant industry for four years (laughs) um I had just been kicked out of my house. I was in school and working triple to pay my my bills. My boss knew the bare minimum of what was going on, but didn't address it much to me. On one of my doubles, I pulled my knee and had to leave work early in pain to go to the hospital. I was super stressed about missing out on my shifts. Later on that week, I went on our schedule app to see my shifts for the next week and saw my boss had clocked me out an extra few hours after I had actually left my shift prior. It was something so small, but I was shocked to see him do that nice gesture. We never talked about it, and he never expected a thank
1: you. It really stuck with me even years later. See, it's things like that that are always going to stick with you. nice. Yeah. Wow, that's like the kind of boss I want to be. Okay, I'll read one more. My dad has bought me flowers for Valentine's Day every year since I was two. I'm 28 now. He set the bar so high that my boyfriend now buys me two bouquets of flowers every Valentine's Day. Aww. Don't settle, ladies. Good men are out. Th- good men out there exist.
0: Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's leave on that note. That is so
1: sweet. Let's pay it forward and do something nice for someone in our life today. I'm going to, you know, I'm seeing a few people later. I'm going to go. I'm going to do something nice for them. Yes.
0: I did something really nice actually recently, but it's someone else's personal life so I won't say it on the podcast but reading these stories made me realize like wow I actually have done like quite a few things recently that were really nice for people good you should do it more often yeah we
1: should think positively more often and put out more positive vibes yeah less bullying more positivity more girls supporting girls or just people supporting people and we love you guys so much don't forget to message Kyla if you have any questions about her new business opportunity and we'll talk to you next week. Bye guys. Bye.